Welcome to Open Source Data. This is your executive producer, Audra Montenegro. And today I'm here with Bart Farrell. So Bart and I had the pleasure of meeting when he was the head of community for the data on Kubernetes community. He actually grew it from 120 people to 4,000. And then now he's a CNCF ambassador and he's just paying it forward by elevating voices and doing his content creation, which also is what he does for his main gig nowadays. But Bart is super impressive because a lot of people say they just want to bottle his energy because he has produced 250 plus cloud native events in his experience and has a network of over 25,000 folks on social media. And so it's an absolute pleasure to have Bart here with us today to speak to us about some content in AI and ML ops that he's hosting live at the end of June. Welcome, Bart. Pleasure to be here and thank you very much for having me. Like you said, my work in terms of community around data and particularly in the Kubernetes space, it's interesting that when we talked about workloads that we're getting in there, at first we started out more around database and storage, but over time grew into speaking about new workloads like AI and ML. And so by extension, taking that further, we're looking at edge as a very dominant trend that's been identified by Gartner as being neck and neck in terms of having impact alongside cloud. And with that in mind, when we look at the intersection of edge and AI, I had the pleasure of hosting Edge Case, which was an event that was hosted last year by Fullstack, which is a Dutch consultancy that's very, very focused on Kubernetes. So they're doing that event again this year in September, and I'll be there in the Netherlands hosting that. Nice. But in terms of the stuff that we're seeing there, there's just a lot going on. And it's oftentimes, one of the things we'll be sort of teasing out through the conversations later at the end of the month is technology versus regulation, business interests, and the different speeds, things going at different paces. How can those be matched up accordingly so that organizations get the best bang for their buck? and don't get overwhelmed or swamped by a lot of the technical details in terms of scaling things out, making sure that they get the right solution for their use case. And so in terms of who's going to be there in the AI ecosystem, do you have a couple of companies or tech names that you can plug? For sure. The event on the 27th, it's called the Cutting Edge of ML Ops, and it's being driven by a company called Barbara, which is based in Spain. They've been around for a few years very focused on the industrial sector, but they want to be branching out. And so because of that, inviting organizations like NVIDIA, Hugging Face. And so, you know, Hugging Face looking at the leaderboard when it comes to who's doing what and things that are going on. The benchmarks are switching very quickly. A lot of acceleration in this industry. There's a lot of growth. So organizations like that, also Alkin, that's very strong in federated learning when it comes to healthcare. Also looking at the site of Computer Vision, a company that's based in France called Pixelia, they're going to be involved. And HPE is going to be there. It's a whole cross-section basically to see some of the trends, also the challenges, whether it's around regulatory issues. We have all sorts of things going on with GDPR. The new EU Cyber Resiliency Act, wow. how does that play into this? What are the things that organizations need to keep in mind in order to avoid issues, make sure data is safe, privacy is protected, and things of that nature? Nice. So there's a lot of global representation here. It sounds like it's going to make for a good discussion. What yeah. are some good expectations you might be able to give to our audience in terms of possible takeaways from these conversations? 
One possible takeaway and one that's a frequent one for me being in the cloud native ecosystem is that as much as we're talking about technologies, we have to be thinking about the organizational structure and making sure there's a the right fit from talking to some of the speakers, getting ready for the panels is that if you have an interest in these technologies, but you don't have a team that has the skills to back that up, then you're going to be facing some particular challenges around scaling that, you know, so start low, start with some easier, smaller models that aren't going to give as much problems in terms of training and then building that out. Then when we're looking at other technologies, you know, in particular use cases like low latency. So if we're talking about autonomous vehicles, we're talking about the financial sector, we're talking about fraud detection, things where decisions have to be made in real time. What are the technologies that are helping out with that? How can organizations some that are more advanced than others go through that adoption phase and others that aren't so advanced that haven't really moved things yet into production, how can they be better prepared in order to tackle these challenges that are coming up? That being said, we've got quite a cross-section of different larger and smaller organizations that are really playing a pivotal role in the changes that are going on when it comes to edge meeting AI and ML ops. Nice. Well, and to our audience, if you haven't had a chance to listen to our episode last season that was around the AI native stack and the companies that are key players in it, we hosted Makiko Baisley, who's the head of MLOps at Feature Forum, Zane Hassan, who's a senior developer advocate at WeV8, and Tawana Chelik, who's a developer advocate at DeepSet. This will kind of give you a nice base of the ecosystem ahead of these discussions that Bart's talking about. I hope you all listened to that prior to June 27th. That's correct. All right, cool. Well, Bart, thank you for this context. We're so excited to give this to the community. We'll put in the show notes where they can listen to this live discussion. But before I let you go, there's one question we like to ask all of our guests, and that's what does open source data mean to you? And it's different for everybody, okay? So in the context of... AI and ML ops, what does it mean to you, Bart Farrell? What it means to me is a chance to be part of the change, not just to be part of the conversations around it, but to actively get into it, to really be part of the actions that are really shaping the present, not even to talk about the future. So I think there's a lot to be said for that. You know, I'm fortunate enough to interact with organizations like Open UK that work directly with the Open Data Institute. There's so much going on. So I want people to know that regardless of where you're at, you can be a part of this. This is a very welcoming and open ecosystem, a space where everyone has something to contribute based on the knowledge they have, or if they don't have so much knowledge, the questions that they can ask and the interactions they can have with organizations that do have more experience and providing their know-how and creating spaces for new players to get involved, being part of the CNCF ecosystem. But further from that, if we're talking about open source, data, AI, it really, really is a great opportunity that should not be missed out to get involved, not just in the conversation, but in the actions, like I said, that are shaping the present and by extension, the future. Awesome. That's a great answer. Thank you so much for all your contributions in the community through events and elevating voices and so many fun experiential ways. Art, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here today. I really appreciate your time. Pleasure's mine. Thanks so much, Audra. Thanks.